Hey, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Motocross Training Podcast. Joel Youngkins here, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about moto training for small racers. Now, if you tuned in the last episode, we talked about moto training for bigger racers, and you know I couldn't really like move on with this series without doing one for the smaller racers. Um, so, like we kind of talked about last week, um, there's kind of that prototypical size racer. That we like to kind of like paint the picture as the perfect racer to, you know, ride on a dirt bike and, you know, even a four wheeler. And that, you know, that racer is usually anywhere between 5'8 to 5'10, about 150 to 165 pounds is kind of what people like to, to think is a sweet spot. Um, I kind of have my theories on why this is like the prototypical size, like why it ends up being that way. Um, I kind of have my theories on it, but. I don't really feel like the world is ready for those yet. <laughs> um, but again, keep in mind for this episode, um, this information is all just general information. Uh, you know, training should be always a case by case situation. Um, I'm really just overgeneralizing things and hopefully you can kind of take away some cool content here. Um, but for the small racers, this is basically going to be that I'm referring to in this episode is basically any racer that's under 150 pounds. So females, again, you could put yourself in this category too if you're under 150 pounds, um, or you know you could even put yourself in there if you're even maybe like just over 150, but you still kind of you know find yourself not that strong. Um, you know you could put yourself in this category again. It's a very flexible thing, but you know take all this information and do with it with with what you like. Again, gender really doesn't play much a factor when it comes to body weight. Um, strength levels, yeah, a little bit. Actually, it could be a lot. Um, it just sort of depends. Um, but again, we have to kind of realize that all the bikes are pretty equal in weight. Um, and then the forces are just going to depend on, you know, the size of the CC of the engine and, you know, the brands as far as like, you know, the weights. But the weight of the bikes are all pretty close, whether it's, you know, they're not that far off is what I should say. We're not talking like 50 to 100 pounds difference. So everything's pretty much considered equal. And it's kind of what we have to like consider on the bike. Um, you know, if you're a competitive racer, I'm assuming that, you know, you're setting your bike up with your suspension to your um, to your ability and your size and you're changing handlebars and, you know, kind of doing all the things you need to do to fit you anyways. So at the end of the day, I mean, the bikes are all pretty much kind of is what it is. Um, this episode is going to kind of have a lot of carryover from what like the big racers episode is. Um, I'll probably repeat myself a little bit from that episode, but what you have to understand is we're talking about this as like a spectrum. So at the one end you have big racers who are kind of like over that 200 pound mark and we're kind of like swinging the pendulum back to the other direction. And on this episode, we're talking about racers that are under 150 pounds. So we're kind of like bringing, we want to kind of like shift the focus um, back to the middle, basically to the right of 150 to that 160, you know, five pound range, really that 150 to 200 range, I should say. So we're kind of like, you know, taking that, this information and then kind of just moving the other direction. Um, when it comes to what are the top priorities. So before I kind of go on and kind of give you a couple things to um, roll with in this episode, um, right now I have a 
really, really just a couple clients that are under the 150 pound limit who are racing big bikes right now. Um, and honestly, like a lot of the principles when it comes to just training for racing, they just kind of stay the same and we don't really veer off track too much. You know, we kind of just take these, take the, you know, the things that I'm going to talk to you about today and kind of just sprinkle them in with these athletes because, um, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, it's the rider's ability to ride the bike. And then, you know, you can only change so much at, you know, at, at, in a short period of time. And the rest is kind of like things will just kind of play out to what their genetic um, predispositions are. So you can't really focus on really changing things that you can't. But without really like kind of basically saying like everything's helpless, that's not the case. Um, there's a lot of things we can do, a lot of little things we can do in order to help, you know, racers kind of fill these gaps in physically for themselves. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. So, um, you know, what should kind of be your primary focus on your training? Your primary focus should just be all of the things we've been talking about all along. But some secondary focuses, what we could talk about. Number one is you want to really focus on being able to get strong and to build some size. So this is more of a priority than it would be if you were, say, a plus 200 pound person. I mean, you always want to be strong, but the reality of building size is also going to be, you know, more of a necessity for you. So now more than ever, you're going to want to improve on building these strength levels and adding some lean muscle mass. And the whole lean building some size and some muscle mass is going to give you two things. One, it's going to help basically get you planted more on the bike. So... The, the added size and the added body weight that you can potentially develop is going to help you combat the forces of the bike, the track, the inertia, all of those things. Um, because it really comes down to physics as far as like, um, you know, the forces of the bike and the track, like you need to have mass in order to kind of combat the speed at which everything's happening. Um, and then getting stronger is obviously like when you have that neurological strength and your muscles are actually strong, that's going to help as well. But so the body weight's going to help you with the forces, but what it's also going to help you with is when, and if not if, but really when you fall, uh, you want to have a little bit of cushion to your, uh, to your frame. You don't, you don't want your muscles, you don't want to have like a lack of muscle mass, so when you slam and hit the ground, like you want to have a little bit of muscle structure to help like aid in some cushion and protection for, for these hard hits that you're going to eventually take down, come down the road. It's going to help keep you put together. Um, you know, a lot of the talk in, you know, football is, you know, American football is, you know, oh, lift weights, get big over the off season. Well, a lot of that really what the intent is, is that the muscle is going to aid in extra like cushioning from, you know, your shoulder pads and the equipment you have when you're hitting other people. It's the same thing in racing and other sports. Like you want to have a little bit of some muscle just for impacts and cushion to keep yourself healthy because everybody says like, you know, injuries are part of the game. And when it comes to racing, like it's a part of the sport. Nobody has a problem admitting that, but a lot of people you know, a lot of athletes, I don't know that I'm not sold that, uh, they're willing to do anything about it to help limit 
that potential. Like it's a very obvious thing. Injuries are part of the sport, but you know, like what are you doing today and and weekly that is going to help you prevent these injuries that are destined to come for you? Are you going to give yourself a better chance? And if you're a smaller racer or if you're a weaker racer, um, you know, you don't have great, you know, muscle quality, no matter what your weight is, um, you know, your chances of injury are going to go kind of through the roof versus someone that, you know, maybe is a little bit more put together. Um, and again, you're just giving yourself hopefully a better chance and not guaranteeing anything, of course. Um, so in order to get strong and to get big, like you're going to need to start learning to lift some weights. And if you're not familiar with lifting weights, again, starting with dumbbells is perfectly fine. Starting with some machine works perfectly fine. But the body weight circuits um, that everybody likes to do, I see racers doing these all the time, and it kind of drives me crazy. But, you know, sports performance is so far beyond these body weight circuits for endurance. Um, it's not really it's not funny, you know, anymore. Um, you know, it's just, it's an advanced gym class. And, you know, if you're doing body weight circuits for muscular endurance, like you, as a small racer, you're just, you're not going to get strong and you're not going to get that big. Like it's just, it's very, very limited to what, um, to what your potential could be. So, you know, as, as much as I like to see people, you know, doing workouts and taking their physical prep seriously, I love it. Um, you know, we can't be afraid to kind of open things up here a little bit and, uh, really let like some training really actually work for you. Um, you're also going to want to focus on building some muscle size too. So, you know, the areas that kind of first come to my mind are, you know, building up some back muscles, uh, your shoulder muscles here and your legs as well. I think it's going to go a long way for, um, you know, not just adding to your weak areas, but, it's going to help add to your body weight to increase your body weight. And also just the performance on the bike is going to help you a lot if you can build the areas up first. Um, but really you want to kind of think also is like where your lagging areas in your body. If you're smaller, you know, it's not on a common to kind of say almost everywhere is lagging. So, you know, you can just, uh, kind of just work on making everything bigger. Um, and you'll be good to go. Just focus on the basics, all the things I've been kind of, you know, going through this whole podcast series, uh, you know, go back and just kind of do those basics really well and you'll be good. Okay. For the next point, we're going to talk about, uh, maintaining your conditioning. So hopefully at this point, like in your career, that you're finding yourself to be uh, pretty well conditioned and you know especially as a smaller racer like your conditioning should be um you know pretty much on the strong end especially if you've been racing um it's easier to build up aerobic abilities as a smaller racer especially if you're under 150 pounds if your conditioning still kind of sucks um you know you're going to want to work on it too but hopefully at this point you know you could just kind of focus on maintaining it because when you build, you know, muscle strength, um, that extra component of strength is going to help, um, basically improve your endurance on the bike while in conjunction with your decent conditioning. So you don't want to really focus on overdoing your conditioning work while you're trying to get bigger. 
because what's going to happen is, um, you know, if you overdo your aerobic work, it's going to really hinder your ability to build strength and to grow muscle. So like you can't, unless you're a true beginner in training, you can't really improve all these in qualities at once. Something's going to have to be maintained for a little bit while you're really kind of focusing on one aspect. Um, so if your goal is to build strength and muscle and to build muscle, you're going to want to try to chill out a little bit on your conditioning work and try to get most of it specifically from riding your bike, riding your bike, meaning your, your dirt bike or four wheeler. Um, because, you know, like I said, if, if you're overdoing it, you're just you're gonna have a heck of a time building muscle and getting stronger. They conflict with each other, uh, but you need both in order to um, maintain muscular endurance while you race. It's very critical. If you you need both of them to perform at a high level, if you're lacking in one area, um, you know you're just giving up a lot of uh, performance on the track, in my opinion. Uh, moving on to number three, we're going to talk a little bit about diet here. Um, this one is really eat big to get big, and it's it's that simple. Like You're going to have to start eating more. If you can't gain weight, you have to find a way to get more calories in. So you, know, you can go back to kind of like my nutrition um, episode I did a long time ago. can't even remember when I did it at this point, but um, real quick, you should be getting at least one gram of protein per pound of body weight, carbs, minimally you should be having two to two and a half grams per pound of body weight um you know if you're riding and training hard you can even go a lot more than that but you want to aim to increase your body weight one to two pounds a week if you are not able to do at least one pound a week um and you're hitting you know your protein requirements and your carbon you know requirements and you can't eat anymore you're going to want to start like sneaking in some healthy fats into your uh, daily meals so you can add like a little bit of olive oil to like protein shakes you can add a little bit of olive oil over your food when you eat it that way you're just putting healthy fats in your meals and healthy fats will have a higher calorie content than carbs and protein so therefore it's going to help it's kind of like a little cheater way to um, increase your caloric intake and if you're trying to gain size rule of thumb if you are hungry at all during the week at any point in time during the day, uh, you're not eating enough. So it's kind of a little rule of thumb. You should not really be ever feeling hungry. Um, unless like when you wake up, you're hungry and then you should probably eat first thing in the morning. But um, yeah, you don't also want to be gaining more than two pounds a week, especially at, uh, at the body weight that you're carrying. If you're under 150 pounds, because you're probably at that point, you're going to accumulate too much body fat that we want and you don't want to gain body fat but we want to focus on increasing uh lean muscle mass is the key that's what we want to focus on um so yeah that's pretty much it you just gotta if you want to gain weight you got to start eating more um number four this is gonna be the last one i did had five points for the last episode but we're gonna kind of cut it off here with four on this episode and this is the same one I ended with for the uh, the Big Racer episode. And, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what your body type is, how much you weigh, male, female, um, age, whatever, um, you know, the agenda should always be to build your, your program around being a good rider. 
and because that's really the only thing that matters the most is your riding abilities. You know, you could take a hundred and fifty to hundred sixty-five pound athlete with the right you know specs and everything, and put them on a bike. And if they've never rode a dirt bike before, you could be a hundred pounds, um, barely touching the ground. And if you're a good rider, you're gonna beat that person all day. So we know this. So we have to just understand that you know you have to you have to respect the the sport itself you have to respect your abilities and your physical prep works you know it just helps to build you a better racer it's not here to you know really just change the person you are or the racer you are um you know you just kind of help it helps helps you get to your goal it helps you streamline helps you fill them gaps in and and that's what you use it for um but again focus on just being a good rider and then doing your part off the bike um to push your abilities on the bike when you do get on the track and again not to be like not just like end this on a corny note here but just like with what i told you know the big racers you just got to focus when it comes to your training and your physical prep that you know you just have to focus on being the best version of yourself for whatever genetics that you were giving with and you know chase that instead of um you know so much of what you know people in the sports say that you need to be or you know you're too short you're too tall you're too you know you're not heavy enough you're too heavy you know at the end of the day just focus on on you and and what you on your strengths and and bring up your weaknesses and and you'll be good and uh you know the rest just kind of comes down to who's going to make it happen on the track so uh, you know, if you have any questions on this, go back and look at some of my older, um, uh, episodes, you know, when I talked on s- about some of these topics here, if you need some more clarity, if you, uh, need any help, you know, individually, feel free to, um, get a hold of me through my website. Um, also still taking on in-person coaching clients right now at my facility and also taking on some online clients as well. So if you need help getting ready for the 2021 season, um, you know, feel free to hit me up and we'll get you started on something and getting you working towards your goals and um, trying to make sure that when you go to race, like you're enjoying the races and you're not sitting there frustrated with, you know, your body, your physical abilities holding you back. We don't want that. We don't want it to be an issue. So let's eliminate that. And um, yeah, see you on the track and talk soon here on another episode coming up uh hopefully another week or two all right peace